Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sister Jr. here getting you ready for another Talking with T-Bird. And this time, T-Bird has tracked down Gandia Johnson. And I'm very excited for you to listen to this episode of the podcast. I think you're going to really enjoy this uh, very interesting interview with Gandia. There is going to be some mature subject matter talked about in this podcast. And I just want to uh, give you that warning up front here at the top of the show. Before we get to the podcast, let me take a moment and... And thank a sponsor. Those are our friends over at IP Vanish. IP Vanish, that's a virtual private network of VPN for short. A VPN, that's a super important tool that helps you safely browse the internet. You can use a VPN on a computer, a tablet, phones, even things like a fire stick when you're streaming media. And when you use a VPN, all your data gets encrypted. So what you're reading, searching, and watching, it is all encrypted. That's important because what you're doing on the internet, that's none of my business and it's no one else's business either. IP Vanish helps you remain in anonymous and secure on the internet. IP Vanish is just $3.49 a month. Just $3.49 a month. $27.99 a year. You can help protect your online privacy and security with anonymous IP addresses. That means your personal IP address can't be tracked by anybody on the web. IP Vanish has more than 1,500 servers and 70 plus locations. Get protection when using public Wi-Fi. Remember, with IP Vanish, all your data is encrypted so no one can snoop on what you're doing. And 24-7 support. Email them, chat with them, even call them. They are there to help. And if you remember, they support the show a few weeks ago. They've come back with an even better deal, wanting to offer something special for the new year. So you're getting 65% off now. So go to ipvanish.com slash Rob to claim your 65% off savings. They have plans starting at just $3.49 a month or $27.99 a year. This is the time to sign up with our discount and their current promotion. You can get a VPN for 65% off their usual offering. IP Vanish, it's the best of the best, even rated 4.7 out of 5 on Trustpilot with more than 6,000 reviews. So show them some love. They're repeat sponsors. Remember, it's ipvanish.com slash Rob to get the deal and start protecting yourself online. If you stay here and listen, your life will never be the same. Cause we are talking with T-Bird now. And this T-Bird you cannot change. That's right. Talking with T-Bird is uh, back once again. And uh, we have a amazing guest. Uh, what a get this was. We are going to be talking with a woman who we discussed in the all-time top 40 season rankings very recently on our panel. Uh, we talked about everything that she went through in Survivor Thailand. Gandhi Johnson is going to join us here today. And here's the woman who tracked her down. It is Teresa T-Bird Cooper. Hey Rob. Yes. yes, we are got we have got a great one for today. Oh my yeah. gosh, just coming off of y'all doing the ratings podcast. This is really <gasps> exciting. Gandia Johnson is gonna be really exciting. So this is all I have to say about this. Put on your seatbelts because Gandia is fun, interesting, sassy. She said no subject is off limits. Yeah, you've been talking so, to her ahead of time. And uh yeah, Gandia is uh, you know, uh ready to go. She is ready to go. Yeah. She's ready to go. And, and, and she's the first time we've had her on the, on the RHAP that she's been on RHAP. Yeah. So she's yeah. going to be fun. 
Yeah, so excited to hear from her. Yeah, she mentioned that she had been, she'd listened to the podcast we did. She wanted to come on and talk with us. So uh, very excited that we were able to line this up here today. Gandhi will be here in uh, just a moment. T-Bird, this is actually the second Talking with T-Bird that we're dropping this week because we dropped the other day our conversation with Kelly Wigglesworth. Yes, Kelly Wigglesworth. Oh, gosh, I I could have talked to her for a lot longer. As you noticed, I think I tried to keep talking to her and it was like, you know, we're trying to wind it down. So, yeah, yeah, that was really a very interesting one. Yeah, uh, she had to uh, uh, get you know back to uh, doing whatever with her kids. So I appreciate when people have time for us. It's tough when anybody has little ones. I know it. She was great. And I was really excited and and surprised to get her. Today's quote, get, actually came to me. This is our very first Talking with T-Bird where I was approached as opposed to me stalking them. So kind of that's, other than her being the first time on RHAP, it's the first guest I hadn't had to stalk or track down. Mm -hmm. So wait a minute. Hold on. Hold it. There you go. My ding wasn't dinging very good. So anyway, yeah, I'm excited about this. It's going to be yeah. great. Okay. All right. So uh, we're going to be talking with Gandia in uh, just a moment. Uh, there's going to be some uh, serious subject matter discussed here on this podcast. So I just want to give you a uh, heads up about that ahead of time. And I think it's also a uh, great uh, spot to uh, mention uh, one of our sponsors, BetterHelp online counseling. Uh, BetterHelp offers online licensed professional therapists who are trained to listen and to help with all sorts of different issues, uh, especially in the area of anxiety, depression, stress, trauma, anger, uh, relationship conflicts, grief, so many things that you would uh, want to talk with a professional about. BetterHelp Online Counseling is there. Very tough to go and see somebody in person right now. BetterHelp Online Counseling makes it super easy to get connected with a licensed professional therapist. Finding a therapist can be intimidating and time-consuming. And with BetterHelp, you can simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs and then get matched up with a counselor in under 48 hours. Easily schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus exchange unlimited messages with your therapist from the comfort of your own home. And everything you share is confidential. And if for any reason you're unhappy with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time at no additional charge. Join the 1 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced BetterHelp counselor. BetterHelp is a convenient and affordable option. And our listeners get 10% off your first month with a discount code R-H-A-P. Get started today at betterhelp.com slash R-H-A-P. There's no shame in asking for help. And with that, T-Bird, would you like to take it away and introduce Gandia? Rob, Rob, before that, I do want to say this. What a great sponsor today, BetterHelp Counseling, with the subject matter we're talking about. And also, I I have to mention this week, um, because we, you and I always, we like to talk baseball, even though we're not quite in baseball season yet. Yes. We lost Hammer and, Hammer and Hank, one of the greatest baseball players of all time. He, um, played for what, 23 seasons, but 21 of those seasons were with Milwaukee slash Atlanta Braves. He passed on January 22nd at 86 years old. So just want to mention Hank Aaron, the Hammer. Um, what a legacy he's left behind. So I wanted to mention him. In An all time great. 
all-time great. Absolutely. And after he retired, he actually was on the front, you know, still still with the Atlanta Braves in the in the front office. So it's been part of Atlanta history for many, many years and will continue to be. Okay. All right. T-Bird, we've got Gandhi on the line. Uh, would you like to do the honors? Okay. Our guest today was a huge fan of Survivor before, at 33 years old, she would be cast for Season 5, Thailand. Since the 16 castaways were dropped off, separated by gender, they assumed each tribe would be divided by gender. But for the first time in Survivor history, the tribes were chosen by the elder players, Jan Gentry and Jake Billingsley, representing that age is an important part of one's place in the Thai culture. Our beautiful, spirited guest was born and raised in San Francisco, California, and has described herself as hardworking, strong, smart, open-minded, honest, and sincere. She has accomplished much in her 52 years from receptionist, salon owner, legal secretary, telemarketer, fry cook, reality TV star, actress, to name only a few. But I believe she will tell us that her most challenging, most rewarding job has been being a mom to her amazing boys, Samson, age 22, and Savion, age 19. She would make the Thailand DVD cover, but the ultimate consolation prize as a fan, other than getting to play, she has said, is to make the jury. Unfortunately, this would not happen and she would be voted out on day 12 after the controversial described by some as, quote, Grindgate where she has said she regretted how she played her situation after it happened and that her reaction affected her ability to go further in the game. After the show, she had to leave Survivor behind to get her life back on track. Quote, I had to look at my entire experience and draw from it. Everything that made me a better person, even the difficult things, even the things that I thought were incredibly painful at the time, they were happening. In retrospect, all of them had to happen to make me who I am today. And honestly, just looking at them, dealing with them, and talking about them, and not trying to hide from them, end quote. I am so excited and honored to introduce our guest today, making her very first appearance on RHAP, the girl who she and Wang told me, I don't remember much. But I remember really enjoying our time together. She was a fun, cool chick. The one Rob with two B's, Zabaknik said that in my entire life, she was and will remain the only person to ever cornrow my hair. <laughs> the woman that Tanya Vance said is loyal, beautiful inside and out and forever my sister. The one Helen Glover said made her feel special and loved when she organized a special celebration for her 20th anniversary on the island. And last, but certainly not least, the Lady Clay, nicknamed the Denver Diva. I introduce to you, Gandia Johnson. Wow. Hey, that was the be- Oh, my goodness. I could die today. I could what die. an intro. After this, I could die. Yes. My goodness. That was hey, beautiful. Gandia. Hi, Teresa. Hi, honey. 
That was beautiful. Hey, oh darling. my gosh. Gandhi, oh this gosh. is so nice to have you here oh with my us. Gosh. I uh, what, what a surprise it was where we have been going through the all-time rankings of the Survivor seasons and right. we talked about uh what the some of the listeners voted the 38th best season of Survivor. We talked right. about it last week with our panel and then we saw on Twitter that you had said that how you are really you really enjoyed the panel. I said this can't I everybody. Loved it. This is fake. This is we're being we're being catfish. This isn't the real Gandia. <laughs> the real Gandia would have more than forty eight followers. Right. Well, that's how you know. I was just I and it was you in my little shell, just hiding away, being a regular person. See. <laughs> That's yes. over now. Well, that's all it? about to change. That's all over that's now. All change. You, you're here now. Yeah. So I have been on a couple online Survivor games. So I'm like, I think I, the season that I played online, it's getting ready to air on Instagram. You played and in a fake Survivor season, Gandia? No, nah, baby, it was real. I was really playing. <laughs> you need to stop that because you know that Survivor game is all in the mental. Yeah. It's all in your mind. Wow. So it was beautiful. It was even better than on the island. Yeah. Because it was all mental. It was all mental. And I was playing with fans, which for me was fantastic. And this last season, it has other survivors actually that were on Survivor that, that played the season. So I was getting ready to air on Instagram. I okay. have to get the information. And I'll give that to did you. Did people know it was you or were you? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Everybody knew it was me. Wow. So they're. So people were fans of mine from just being a survivor and people knew who I was and people. Yeah. It's really, it's really hot. It's a hot season because the dude that's doing it, he's gone to extensive lengths. Mm -hmm. He's built storylines for everybody. It's tight. It's okay. really, really tight. So I'll have to give you the information. Fans, fans will really like it because actual survivors were playing like Karishma. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So I got, these are survivors nice. that I've seen, but I never met them. And I'm playing against them, honey. Ooh, mm -hmm. the shade. <laughs> the yeah. shade. And then fans get to see more of my talents. Cause yes. I, I, you know, I had to write a song and I had to, you know, do a little, you know, PSA. I had to, we had to do things. I had to like participate in shit. And it was, mm -hmm. it was fun. Ooh, I can't curse. Huh? I'm sorry. You're okay. Can I curse? Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. Right, so Gandhi, Gandhi, and Rob. Rob, let me say, send a shout out that helped pull this together, Gandhi. Uh, at Perks of Being HC yes. on Twitter, she had sent you a message and said, "You've got to get in touch with T Bird and Rob." And also, yes. John Lee from John Lee from Facebook said he sent yes. you a private message. Yes, he so did because he thought I was. Teresa. He thought he yep. said, "Do you have a Twitter account?" Because he was suspicious because he thought it was fake too. Everybody thought it was fake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So well, you're you, real. Just, this is the real Gandhi yep. John Seven is real. That's yes. really you. You confirm that. Yes. Yes. That's me. Yeah. That is so, me. So thanks to Teresa and John for helping us pull you in. And also, Gandhi did tell me she told me that there are no subject no subject limits. That is so correct. nothing is off limits. That's no. what Gandhi said, Rob. So here yeah. we go. Oh, Rob, <laughs> That's what Gandhi said, Rob. You hear that? That's what Gandhi <laughs> said. said. <laughs> and Gandhi, I don't know. I don't know if it's too late to say this because Rob has special rules for this. But yes. your birthday was January third. Happy birthday! Yes. Yay! Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Ew, oh, fifty-two. Yes. 
<laughs> and I'm popping. Yeah. I'm popping. Pre- I'm popping. Yes, you are. popping for 52. You know, <laughs> took care of my damn self. And <laughs> so, Gandhi, before we get before we get down and deep into everything, I also yes, see I read that you that you love football. So tell us love who it. you're pulling for, Kansas City or Tampa Bay? Who are you pulling uh, for? First of all, first of all, never, ever, 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 ever in my life will I ever pull for Kansas City. Ever, oh, ever, ever, never. Ever. Because, no, Kansas City is a huge rival of the Denver Broncos. Okay. Forever. And I have gone to Kansas City in my Denver Broncos drip and cheered my ass off for my beloved Broncos. I've been cursed out in Kansas City on two separate trips (laughs) when the Broncos went to Kansas City for the playoffs. Yeah. Yes. No, ever, never Kansas City. They're a great team, yes. Shout mm-hmm. out to them, but no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay all the way, baby. So process and I process hope process of crush, elimination. I hope they Tampa crush Bay. them. Tampa Bay, hundred percent. Hundred percent. If there was more logically than hundred percent, yeah. I could say two hundred percent. Yeah. That I will root for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> you see what I did there? Yeah. You yeah. see what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> Even higher than 150%. Yeah. 200%. <laughs> we that means it's short. We got that out of the way. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gandhi, so if you're playing in online Survivor games, uh, and then mm-hmm. T mentioned that you were a big Survivor fan coming in, uh, have you kept up with the show all of these years? Um, Just recently. So mm-hmm. the shows with like Karishma and Missy Bird, yeah. those shows are the ones that I was like, interested in sorry mm-hmm. my son is playing um, very excellent hip hop I had to get my charger on I'm so yes. sorry I got trouble in a blue red suit okay I'm, I'm actually online that's, that's not a stretch by the way yeah okay alright sorry about that okay that rapper's delight rapper's delight you know yeah. I raised my kids right yeah that's the jam yeah okay so yes yeah, Gandhi, Gandhi is on her phone and mo- moving around. I'm sorry, I'm sitting now. No, you're you could. I'm just trying to paint the picture for people who are listening uh, audio wise because this is a fu- this is a fun adventure. Thank yeah. you, thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Yes, yeah, so playing online, um, just with recent contestants. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So the most recent shows, the one that specifically the one that Missy Bird and yeah, uh, Karishma played, and I was in, I was very interested. I followed that season in particular. Yeah, was was that because of the the issues that came up that uh, people made the comparison to what went on with you in uh, Survivor Thailand with the whole uh, you know inappropriate touching incident that ends up happening in that season? Was that what sort of like brought you back into watching that particular season? Mm, no, because there was a sister on there that was from Colorado. Yeah, she and it just so black, happened that this like, is the one yeah. you. This is the one you jumped into and then yes. all of a sudden yes. now. And her and I are friends now. Like she moved to, I want to say Spain, mm-hmm. Barcelona uh, with her girlfriend. And she lives in this super cute apartment. Oh my God. So jealous. Um, so we became friends too. So I consider her a friend. She's Wait, a really Which cool cast member chick. was this? Missy Bird. Oh, that Missy. Okay. So Missy, Mi- Missy lived in mm-hmm. Colorado. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. And just so, recently just Gandhi, moved I, out of the country. Yeah. And Gandhi, I have to tell you, I actually met her during the season 
here because Fabulous. she was living in Atlanta. I live yeah. in Atlanta and I met her and saw her several times here watching mm-hmm. um, some of the shows with her down here in mm-hmm. Atlanta. So, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. She's beautiful, beautiful yeah. person. So, yes, she is. Gandhi, yes, so she is. what was your reaction to seeing that season? You know, you you haven't been watching Survivor, and then you come back to uh, a, a season that is, uh, you know, uh, the most controversial Survivor season that that there is. Yeah, it's but it was so like exciting. It was, you know, it was everything that I would want in that show. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a little dirty. It was a little grimy. There were like moments of extreme happiness and then there were villains and there were people you were rooting for and there were sneaky people it was just a beautiful mix of everything good and bad that i love about that show mm-hmm. right and that's why with you all's podcast you were saying how terrible my sh- season was i'm like yeah it was it was i i wanted it to be last it deserves to be last to me yeah you know what i mean and it's and it's just like that season was just a mix of everything. And it was, it was really good to attract the fans too, because of the dichotomy of the personalities mm-hmm. and all the different twists of the show too. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Gandhi, the fans voted that season last. They did. <laughs> yeah. They voted that no. season number 40. I, I said that I thought that Thailand <laughs> should be 40. Me too. <laughs> if there was like a survivor rotten tomatoes, like we would have it like one. Tomato. Yeah. Like, it would have to be because even though it, everything about it was just so whack, it was just like slow and it was boring. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It just seemed like, um, and also it, it, it just, there were just certain things that they could have cut out to make it better overall. I think, I think mm-hmm. because it, it, there's things that have to happen in survivor that have to give you some suspense. And I feel that that just wasn't really present there. Mm-hmm. It could have been more, yeah. you know, it could have been a lot better. So yeah. if you ain't going to be the best, I'm, I guess you might as well be that I am. <laughs> Gandia, did it trigger, did it trigger anything for you watching it from what you went through after your show aired? Was that any, mm. that difficult for you? Mm, no, because now I'm in a place where seeing things like that <clears throat> are not triggering as much as just, I'm looking at it through a different lens now. So I can, I can look at it and absorb it and just Mm -hmm. really take it for what it is and analyze it. And, but it's not triggering where it's upsetting, but it makes me feel bad. You know, it's really, you know, the thing about that show and filming, they, they, they stress upon so much getting the real reactions and getting what happens as it's happening. And then in that, I think they lose the fact that things are really happening to us as people, right? And so when I see something that's kind of duplicative of what happened to me, it makes me really feel for, you know, the people that went through it, Mm -hmm. right? So that's what makes it bad because fans don't want to see that. They Mm -hmm. don't. They want to see the challenge and the games and how the people are interacting to try to, you know, get their way to the top and they want to see a villain and they want to see, Oh, this person's always honest and Mm -hmm. maybe a love story, but they don't want to see things like that. I think they want to see dramatic things, but I don't think they want to see things that affect people 
so deeply sure. and could affect people for life. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Gandia, when your season started to air, I want to mm-hmm. know, did you watch it? Did you watch each week? We, Rob and I just did a conversation with, with Kelly Wiggles from Borneo, mm-hmm. which I know you're as a fan, you know, Kelly and Kelly mm-hmm. never watched has, has never gone back and watched her season because she was so disappointed with the results. She's, she's never watched, watched it back. Did you mm-hmm. watch each week as it played as- out? Yeah, we had watch parties, mm-hmm. my dumbass. Mm-hmm. We 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 planned watch parties, and I couldn't say anything, you know, about what happened. I had to be quiet because I was under, yeah, you know, restriction. So I'm going along and planning these fabulous watch parties, like the first premiere, and then every week, mm-hmm. and then the week that it happened, we're at a watch party. Yeah, so it's happening where everybody seeing it for the first time that that whole scandal thing so yeah it happened mm-hmm. it was so horrible it was yeah. horrible it was really tense it was really tight it was really it was it's like the worst thing that you could ever imagine with your loved one mm-hmm. right and that this is happening and you don't know how it's being edited you're right. seeing it for the first time too with them and i felt an obligation to do that with my husband and i just went ahead with the watch party because i'm like you did it you did it so you might as well just watch it everybody should know i I felt like that was a part of me getting through the healing Mm -hmm. right wrong i was wrong i'm not a doctor (laughs) i just play one sometimes yeah (laughs) but it was yeah no everybody watched it how do you wish you had handled it since you said that way was was horrible how Um, would you go back and change that i would have rather had had it just be my immediate people yeah watching it right so that that way okay this happened let's talk about it and now let's talk about how we're going to deal with it in the public mm-hmm. with our friends and stuff right because yeah. that would have been better right right because then my husband would have known before everybody else knew my close friends my sister everybody my family would have known all of that happened before everybody else knew so yeah it was yeah. really hard to go back and yeah. uh, watch to see the way that you were treated uh-huh. in that in that season. You know, it yeah. was you know uh, takes place over you know the course of two different episodes where mm-hmm. it's going through like the initial incident and then and then ultimately how the tribe uh, handles everything. Do you feel like oh, that no. uh, the show did? Uh, an okay job in like uh, telling the the story of how the events happened, or do you feel like that the no. edit was totally whack? Well, they did the edit totally whack, but I understand why they did it for mm-hmm. ratings. Yeah, but I thought it was totally fucking whack. Like it was uh, the one thing that Chappelle said on the podcast that I agree with hundred percent, or maybe it was the other guy with the glasses. I'm sorry, I don't remember. <laughs> David, um, don't tell him I don't David. remember his name. Yeah. Um, not David, him, but the David. guy, the other guy with the older gentleman with the glasses. What's his yeah, name? David. That it was on. Yes. Okay. David. Sorry. Okay. So he, either he or Chappelle said they should have stopped production. They should have asked, are you okay? Mm-hmm. They should have, you know, got somebody in there and talked to her. And yeah, I agreed with that a hundred percent because at that moment <clears throat> I was, I felt like everything was ex- imploding yeah. all around me. Yeah. And as a fan, I knew that I was really fucking up exposing it. Right. 
because I knew that what I was supposed to do as a fan was not to say shit until the jury or mm-hmm. some shit. Yeah. That's when you should spring it out because that's when you have the receipts, right? That's how a fan should play. And as a fan, I was, I was trying to do that. And then I was like, <clears throat> okay, this will work if he admits it. You know, I was trying to play out so many scenarios in my mind. And then I was just so, I just was so hurt and triggered from everything. Just like my husband's going to find out now because mm-hmm. I went in the fucking confessional and I told like, if I wouldn't have said shit in the confessional, then it wouldn't have came out, but then it would have still came out because it still fucking happened, you know? And it was like horrible. It was really like the one I, I can truly say that was one of the worst things that has ever happened to me in my whole entire life. Mm-hmm. And I'm a very open sexual person, right? And I can admit and say that I had, I was trying to gain alliance with that man for a reason. So as a fan and as a player, I strategically have planned out where he was placed in me advancing myself. But when that happened, it was like I felt that all of the power that I had given myself had been stripped away. Mm-hmm. And so then for me, the only way for me to get it back was to talk to him about it. But then it was like, I'm still in the game and then he's still in the game. So how much of it is real? And this is fake what he's saying. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're airing it. And I'm, 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 I felt like I was dying (laughs) just in, in, in a game way and in a real way. And it was so, um, it was devastating. For me it was very devastating for me <clears throat> yeah hey rob let me take this opportunity because i really love what Chappelle and and gonda you just referenced Chappelle when y'all did the countdown for the ratings podcast mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh Chappelle's gave the national the national sexual assault hotline number which yes. i thought was a beautiful very very great thing to do so i'm going to do mm-hmm. that again now taking hit taking his lead it's 1-800-656-HOPE if any of this conversation is bringing up any difficult, uh, anything difficult for you, turn us off. If you need to turn us off, if you want to continue listening, uh, and there's a number, hopefully that will be helpful if you need it. Yeah, thank you for yes. that, T Bird. Yes, thank you. One eight hundred six five six Hope. All right, guys, yes. go ahead. I didn't want to interrupt you. Yes, so it's good, it, and 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 just to just to piggyback that, it's really good to talk to someone about what happens to you as soon as it happens, Mm -hmm. as soon as you are comfortable to talk about it. And the more that you're able to talk about it and release it and get the tools that you need to heal yourself and deal with it, the better you are Mm -hmm. because holding it in and just keeping it and, and, to yourself and thinking that that's what you're supposed to do. I can, I can tell you that that is a hundred percent incorrect and you need to talk about it and you need professionals and you need people to help you balance yourself mentally. Mental health is something that really black people or African-American people don't subscribe to and they need to, and we need help sometimes. And when, and even just not being black, if you are, have been affected by a traumatic sexual experience mm-hmm. or raped or, and you're dealing with that, you need to work through that and 
it's okay to have help and it's okay to talk about it and it's okay to work through it. And you can, and you can be okay. Mm -hmm. It gets better. So, yeah. And Gandhia, I think I had seen where you put so much blame. You think, what did I do? Did I cause Mm -hmm. this? And mm-hmm. so you have to kind of get talking to somebody will help you see. Get no, past that. You did not right. cause it. It's not your fault. Right. And this, right. So it's thank not. you for that. Yes. And at the end of the day, you know, no matter what it is, if, if it's, if it's not okay with you and it's not, then it's not. And that's, mm-hmm. that's just simply what it is. And there's no excuse that explains yeah. what it is. Right. Cause there was a lot of that and they aired that shit. And that was, you know, it's just like getting slapped in the face, like over and over and over. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, but that's the choice that they made. That's the choice that they made. And it sucked. And that's why it was one of the worst. And that's why the other episode is the worst, worst, because they did that same bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actually, fans don't like you really playing with people's lives. That's not entertaining. To people, the majority of people. That's what those ratings say about that. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's what that says about that. To me, that's my opinion. But that's that's why. And, yeah, and Gandhi, unfortunately for you, I'm not sure that it was so new to the franchise way back then that now mm-hmm. season 39. I'm hoping mm-hmm. that I think the franchise has learned a lot on how to do mm-hmm. deal with this. Rob, don't yeah. you agree with that? Yeah. Rob? There were a lot of new policies that got uh, put into place uh, after the season 39, the Island of the Idols, where that there are now like uh, third party counselors that they haven't filmed a season since then. But that is mm-hmm. the, pl- the, the mm-hmm. plan now moving forward in that if anybody ever has an incident like this, there is like some sort of a person that's not with the production and not with the cast that can talk to people and sort of you right. know get to the bottom of what's going on. Right. Because the thing is, is that when you're looking for characters or personalities, yeah. as this show does, you know, you have to think how those personalities were, were born. How, how, what happened to those people to make those personalities as they like to so colorfully say. Mm-hmm. Right. And some people have really deep shit about themselves and you have and if those things come out you have to deal with those being responsible to the reality tv survivor brand you know we want to see competition we want to see a little drama we don't want to see people's lives getting all destroyed that's uncomfortable to watch Mm -hmm. just like when when you were saying you were watching it and cringing or any or Teresa or anybody set watching it, anybody that said, Oh, it's so cringe, it's cringing. People don't want to see that. Yeah. They don't. There's a small pocket of people that like that shit. Mm-hmm. But the majority of people, and especially for the survivor brand being a fan, I don't want to mm-hmm. we don't want to see that. Yeah. We don't. So and mm-hmm. really the second part of it, uh the really when we went back and watched these episodes was uh the the, the way that the <laughs> tribe really worked to cover it up, especially you know, the men the men in the tribe when uh you Ugh. know Ted Ted talks to Brian and Brian is like, oh, okay, hey, look, look, you said nothing mm-hmm. happened, nothing happened. Okay, that's it, that's it, you know, that's it, nothing right. happened. That's, that's it. car salesman, that's, that's it. car salesman shit. That's yeah. that car salesman talk. Oh, yep, buddy, you know, yeah. whatever, yeah, we can finance you. Yeah, that's that shit. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. That's his whole that was his whole game. That was his whole rap. Mm-hmm. His whole rap throughout the season, that was that car salesman shit. Right? It's not surprising. Mm-hmm. That's what he did. Oh, no problem, buddy. Uh we'll get you the financing. You just sign here on the net. No problem. 
We'll get you. We'll get rid of that Gandia model. We'll get another. No problem. That's what mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rob, should I not be laughing? Should I not be laughing right now? You should be funny. laughing. That shit's a joke. That shit's funny. <laughs> and Ted's like, oh, thanks, boss. Hey, Gandhi. Thank, thank you, boss. No problem. You'll be driving a brand new Denali. A couple more episodes. We'll get rid of that old Gandia model. She's a jalopy anyway. That was that shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gandia. So you got, you got, he traded the model, your model out on day 12. Your model was. Yes. Taken out the game. Well, broke down. Okay, so broke day down, four, so, so, so day 14, there was an offer of mutiny on day 14. If uh-huh. you had been in there two more days to day 14, Word. would you yes. have done anything differently? Would you have mutiny? Would that have happened? Yeah. Yes. I would have bounced. Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. Bye. I'm sorry. I got to go. And then the people that I was down with, <laughs> I'll see y'all in the jury, but I can't survive over here. This is survivor. I got mm-hmm. to survive. Bye, y'all. I'm later. Oh, God. <laughs> Cheers. That would have been a good ass episode. No, I didn't believe it. Yes, I am. I got to go. I'll see y'all later. <laughs> uh, deal with that one over there. I'm over here now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would have totally dipped. I would have, I would have left so fast. Yeah. So super fast. I would have had those feet like in the Roadrunner where you could have all that <laughs> dust and shit. I would have been gone. <laughs> as soon as they said, Gandia, pew, that's it. Gandia's going pew. That was it. Mm-hmm. I would have seen them on the jury. Uh, Only if. Gandia, when the shows aired, uh, I feel like that they treated, uh, your situation like, uh, almost like, and, and Jeff even says this on the, in the reunion show. He's like, Hey, that, that's, that's what happens yeah. on Survivor. Like it yeah. was like, uh, yeah. sort of like, Oh, this is just like a wacky stuff that happens on reality yeah. TV shows. Kooky. Yeah. Look at the kooky, zany, uh, crazy. Oh my gosh. It's so, yeah. You never yeah, know what'll bullshit. happen. Yeah. I didn't get bit by a fucking uh, stingray, right. bro. Right. <laughs> That's zany and wacky. Mm-hmm. Where someone has to pee on your leg. That's zany. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I got groped at night mm-hmm. asleep. Mm-hmm. Dead ass asleep. Woken up to being groped. Mm-hmm. That's not zany. That's not zany and wacky. That shit ain't. <laughs> it's just like, you know, just to, to replace. I know what happened. And for it to be minimalized to such a small degree as that, and not knowing that that was going to be said at the reunion, you mm-hmm. know, because they call you beforehand and, oh, well, when we talk to Ted and blah, 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 is everything going to be okay? And, mm-hmm. You know, what you going to say? You mm-hmm. know, I couldn't be like real Gandhi. No, it's not going to be motherfucking okay. No, it's not okay. No, don't matter. Don't matter what you're saying. Don't matter what you do. No limo, no nothing. Mm-hmm. I have, but I have to go. <laughs> so I'm going and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to try to act my best. Right. And then you say some goofy shit like that. Goofy ass. You know what I mean? It's like no sensitivity to the shit because it was like, it was already labeled. They already had it, how they were going to play it. Mm-hmm. So now we're at the finale and, and now spontaneously I have to, I have to do it. You know, I have to go through it. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that reality TV zing. Mm-hmm. It was horrible. You know, it was just like, I'm cringing too and trying to look beautiful and smile and it, ugh, watching myself. It's just like, I was, I just wanted to, my current self to just go on stage and just hug her. Yeah. 
and say, listen, baby, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. These, these guys are fucking dickheads. All right. So just make jokes about his butter teeth some more or something. Just, you know, just while out because they don't give a fuck about you. So just go ahead and do just, you know, it's going to be okay. You're going to be all right. You know what I mean? Go talk to somebody. Go get a therapist right now after this show and start talking to somebody today. And you're going to be okay. You know, because I just looked so, oh, God, my face, my whole, I, and I remember that. You know what I mean? It was terrible. <sighs> and Gandhi, as, as a mom, you have your boys, two small boys. And at the time, they were very young. But your mm-hmm. boys now, I think I mentioned, at 19 and 22, mm-hmm. have they watched it? And, and how do you talk to them? What do you tell them when they're watching this happen to their mom, if they've watched it since, you know, as older I young don't- men? Yeah, I don't think my kids have watched it since. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think they watched it when they were little. I remember uh, they were both going to the same preschool and I would go and drop them off in the morning and all the little kids wanted to talk about the show every day. And after the show aired, with those two shows aired, all the little kids were, were talking about that that Ted man was mean to your mommy and they were talking about eating their graham crackers and shit. It was crazy. Um, so they already lived through it, you know, when they were little. So mm-hmm. I don't know if they watched it again, I guess. I don't know. I guess we would have a conversation about it, but now they're adults. Yeah. So the conversation would be, yeah. you know, much better. So I'm, I'm fortunate and I feel very, uh, grateful that they were the age that they were when that happened. And then also that was also part of the reason for me going into really hiding for all those years because they were growing up mm-hmm. right that, that, those were all those their formidable years and so i didn't want to be in the spotlight as survivor you know with my kids at stake you know with my family at stake you know what i mean so i just mm-hmm. i just really dipped out i so just you know that's why everybody thought i was a catfish yes <laughs> i was marinating i was marinating <laughs> <laughs> How weird is it now to have so many people like going back and watching these old seasons of Survivor where that for a long time and you know I played you know right after you did it was like your season of Survivor aired and then nobody ever saw it again because it was, there was no yeah. way there was no way to ever watch it and now with all these streaming platforms people are mm-hmm. you know watching these seasons of Survivor for In the first all time the countries all over the country and on all social over media like you're getting yeah. like live reactions of people that are watching the shows for the first time yes yes it's like i think it's amazing now in the world we are in now that people are watching it Mm -hmm. i think it's a safe space now with what we know now and how people are more in tune with things now how more conscious and woke people are now i think it's a good time for people to be able to watch this Mm -hmm. and talk about it openly like how you all did i think it's a i think it's an amazing time and it's getting a lot of play and i think that's a good thing you know what i mean and as as a as a fan of the show it's like you know if every day is a sunny day what's a sunny day right so we have to learn from the things that maybe were not great and improve upon it Mm -hmm. you know so that for me i'm looking forward to watching the next season as from the day all the way through that will be a thing for me so i guess it's great is my answer i didn't even i answered the question but then it's great yeah (laughs) 
think it's fantastic. But God, yeah, thank you for, I mean, but thank you for coming on and being open and wanting to talk about it. I mean, that's, that makes it great as well. So thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. If I hadn't said You're that welcome. already. You're welcome. It's my right, pleasure. So God, it yeah. really is my pleasure. Yes. The only, the only one from your season that has played again was Shein. Right. Um, is there someone, I mean, other than yourself, because we know you should be out there. Is there anyone you. other than yourself that you thought should be should have played again, or they still might, that you'd like to see out there again? Rob, for sure. Yeah, Rob, Rob for Rob, sure. Rob, Rob, with two Bs? Yeah. What's that? Yes, Rob, Rob with two, yeah. two Bs. Yeah. Zabachnik. Yeah. And Rob Zabachnik. Gandhi, did you yeah. travel with all those people after? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay, so where did where uh, where did you guys end up going on that trip? So they took us on like a little like you know tour of Chiang Mai and Pai and um what is the main in Thailand? But you stayed in Chiang Thailand. Mai, Pai. Yeah, we stayed in Thailand and yeah. we stayed at really nice hotels and they had a whole you know ponderosa built mm-hmm. on that little island for us so everything was brand new and they took us on tours to different malls and sightseeing and we went bungee jumping and we did a whole bunch of stuff and we did a lot of drinking yeah and talking and yeah it was really dope yeah i thought it was really great so i got to hang out with all of those people that got voted off first we just all yeah. got to really know each other yeah so that was dope yeah, cause sometimes there's a lot of conflict in those pre-jury trips, but it sounds like that uh, mm-hmm. your your group mostly got along. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. We did. We were a cool bunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really dope. It was really fun. We had a, we had a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Gandia, yes. I had mentioned that I had reached out a few of the people that played with you. Oh my gosh, I've got pages of here from people that have reached out from your season, telling Aww. these crazy wild stories okay. about your your trips together. Rob okay. with two B's, okay. Shan, Ta- Tanya, they uh-huh. all sent me all this kind of stuff. And all of them <laughs> send me different things. But all right. three of them, and I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you tell the story. All okay. three of them told me the same story of something that <laughs> happened to you out there. Do you know what it is that all three of them told me? Uh does it have something to do with a motorcycle? Well, yes, they mentioned, all of them mentioned that, but all okay. of them mentioned first. Uh, go ahead. Um, and, and I think it had to do with a very tall man from New Zealand with blonde dreadlocks. <laughs> that okay. we met in a little bar. A diff- this is a different well, story. You're going off in a direct, a different story, but I'm thinking I like your story better, where you're going <laughs> with it. But no, this is, this, <laughs> this is about bungee jumping. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Tell the story. The the story okay. was the story was that I I busted all the blood vessels in my eyes because I kept my eyes open when I hit the water. Yeah. And that I was cursing a lot when I was going up and down on the bungee and when I finally jumped off. And it was like over three hundred feet. I was terrified. Yeah. Yeah. And I was saying I think I was saying I was a superhero and uh, <laughs> I'm fucking awesome. And this is, I'm a motherfucking superhero. And yeah, yeah, I, I cursed a lot and I was very, very scared. And my eyes were jacked up afterwards. Mm-hmm. And they had to take me to the hospital 
because my eyes were like all like bloodshot like i had been in a fight like people had punched me in the eye mm-hmm. yeah that's <laughs> so what i remember she said she yeah she was like she had she wanted to she wanted to bungee jump and she was like <laughs> who wants to bungee jump in a foreign in a foreign country not me but she says you look like you had two red devil eyes it was and for the whole trip for the it whole trip, everybody kept looking at you, and and yeah, and and even Rob, Rob was saying the same thing, but he was saying that you Terrible. guys were all pretending that you spoke the language, <laughs> which of course none of you spoke the language. Only but, a few words. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> we were. We only learned a few key words, but we, yes, we were. <laughs> and Tanya ahead, was I'm saying sorry. how you taught her how to, you taught her how to twerk. Yes. Way before it was popular. Yeah. Way before. Way before. Did you invent that was it? Way back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just telling her, you know, I was just teaching her how to, you know, how to move her booty. Yeah. You know, to move, you know, mm-hmm. to pop it. Wow. You know, to pop, <laughs> just to pop your booty. Then, then now it's twerking. I'm that like, was 2002. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. And I just had kids. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Teaching people how to twerk. Okay. I can still twerk huh? with the best of them. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> so I wouldn't do the bucket challenge if like kids would let me, but they mm-hmm. won't. <laughs> yes, yes, T Bird. I was like, their trip, from what everybody's told me, it sounds like they had the greatest time and they got to know each other. And, yeah. and again, Gandhi, mm-hmm. like I said, Sheehan and Rob with two B's and Tanya speak so highly of you and, of course, other people too that weren't on the trip. Well, so I, I hate it to say, like y'all really, you know, you that, uh, you, you left all the boring people for us to watch, Gandia. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am so sorry. I, was, yeah. I, I'm sorry. All, I love the, those all the fun days. people went on the trip. Yeah, it was dope. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it was so much fun. Me and Sheanne were roommates mm-hmm. at one of the places. Yeah. And she had to use the bathroom and she had to poop. And so she went in there and I was just, you know, and she was like, turn on the TV. I need to turn on the TV. I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, because I was watching TV and trying to figure out what they were saying. Mm-hmm. And I was like, girl, I'm not paying attention to you taking the shit. But she wanted to like, <laughs> we had to always turn on the TV and she had to turn on the shit to take the shit. She might not appreciate that, but I remember that. I was like, oh, I'm not paying attention. She didn't share that story with me. She didn't mention that to you, T-Bird? She left that out? That's weird. She did not. Yeah. Take that out. Hey, I'm just going to jump off the sheet. That was the first night we were roommates, and I was like, I just thought it was weird. Because I was like, okay, you're just pooping. This is no problem. I don't care. I know what you're doing. I'm going to give Sheen a break. <laughs> I'll give Shannon a break. And, and listen, who reached out to me when I reached out to him was Brian. Really? Oh, really? He got wow. back. Yes. He got. Yeah. Yeah. He Aww. got, you know, because we kind of put this podcast together kind of at the last minute, which I'm so glad we did, by the way. But he me got too, back with you. me this morning, this uh-huh. morning. And this, this is what morning. he wanted me to ask you. This morning, he got back with me. He wanted me to ask you when you see facial wipes, do you think about the times out on the island or are facial wipes off your shopping list because you loved them out there? <laughs> facial wipes? What does that mean? That's what he says. LOL. I don't know what it means. Because those are the wipes that we use to like wipe our something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear yeah. Lord. I and took this in the wrong in direction. A- Brian. They had it. They had it in, I think that's what he's talking about. That's what I remember. Mm-hmm. They were in that medical box. Yeah. yeah. 
and in a medical box, you went and you was taking care of your thing. And oh my gosh, if you were on your cycle, yeah, Lord have mercy. I felt sorry. I feel sorry for any female on your cycle that has to go on that show. Mm-hmm. So the facial wipes were like fantastic. They were like delicious. They were fantastic. <laughs> and I think I used to go back to the tribe and tell Brian like how much I enjoyed wiping my. With the <laughs> I think. Okay, so Rob, I'm sorry. It was a great, it was a great segue from Sheehan to Brian. I didn't know it was going to yeah. be, but okay. It was a, it this? was a, how it was this? a luxury. That was a luxury mm-hmm. with all that sand and stuff. Yeah. So yes, I do. All right. So how about this? Brian wants to know if you still chew vitamin C lozenges like your Skittles. Is this going to be clean? <laughs> No, I'm hoping no, this is I clean, Rob. I think I think so. <laughs> yes, I think because, that sounds uh, that sounds so yes, uh, kosher to me. That was another thing. Yeah. Well, that was another thing in the medical boxes yeah, with vitamins. vitamin C's. Yeah. And I used to take a gang of those, and because I, I was so paranoid about, I didn't want to like get sick. Yeah. I didn't want to catch anything. I wanted my immune system to be like really high. And I considered myself to be kind of an older contestant. I just had mm-hmm. a baby. You know, I just finished breastfeeding. You know, my youngest son, like really a couple months before I left, like, and so I really was like super paranoid and mm-hmm. I would just eat like 10 and 12 chewables, yeah. a gang of them. I would just eat a bunch of them. And so I bet, I think what everybody else did, they would go to the medical box and they would see like probably how many wipes I use and how many fucking chewable yeah. vitamin C. Cause I was, I was eating them things like candy and they tasted good. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. They were like my candy too, so I'm sorry. I was trying to be healthy. Yeah, and they were. Yeah, somebody got in trouble on my season when uh, that they were like somebody like ate all of them one day, uh, oh, and, and the production is I like, uh, "Who's who ate all of these? <laughs> we're not going to give you them anymore. You have one a day. That's it. <laughs> Somebody's pulling a Gandhi out but here." The, but the thing that the thing <laughs> that production did think about, like I was like. I really like worked out like super hard, like mm-hmm. right before I went on that show. But I am like, I'm a fat, I'm a fat girl inside. I like candies and, you know, I like good things to eat and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I'm on the island and there's like nothing mm-hmm. good to eat. There's nothing <laughs> that a fat girl likes to eat on an island. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing, not one damn thing. And then you get vitamins, you're like, <laughs> and then you get one, you try one at first. You're yeah. like, I need this for my health. <laughs> and then you're like, and then you're like, oh, I'll take a second one because that'll make me more healthy because I'm 33. Right, right. And then you're like, damn, these motherfuckers are blessed. <laughs> these are so fucking good. And then you take five. And then you're like, well, it's CBS. They're going to have a bunch of them. So I'll take five more. That's what goes right. through anyone's mind. So that fool just had one, and he probably was hungry as because he <laughs> the whole damn bottle. For touching, probably was. So Gandhi, let me uh, let me stay on Brian for one more second. What okay. did you think about him not being on S forty Winners at War? Were you disappointed? Were you that Thailand wasn't um, represented? What do you think? Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think that our season, we were in what was called like the splash years. Like, so the first five years, that was, you know, mm-hmm. that's when the season was really hot, right? So you should have a representation, I, I thought, from at least the first five seasons, right? Um, so I was a little disappointed that that 
there was no representation from our season. But that's okay because I'll just get on the next All Star. Yeah. And then I'll go ahead and just bust out win that motherfucker. And then the fans will be, you know, satisfied. And please, <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome, everybody. Welcome. Yeah. So if you're playing Survivor on Instagram, you would definitely uh, play in real life, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no question. Mm-hmm. How do you think you do now at 52 compared at 33? Because I know you've learned oh. a few things from when you played before, but how would yeah. it differ? What would you I do would, differently? So I mentally, I'm really like sharp with it. Mm-hmm. The nuances of playing the game and, you know, getting people to, you know, be on your side and do things and help you and when to, you know, cut people and things of that nature. So I, I'm really good with that part. And then the physical part, I'm pretty good too, because I'm not too bad. With mm-hmm. the body and mm-hmm. the shapes, you yeah. dig? And so, um, yeah, so I think, but the most part of that is, the mental part is, I think, the part where I would really excel. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, I'm, I'm, I think I would do very, very well. And I'm still in that gym. I'm still busting it mm-hmm. out. Not in the gym, gym. Yeah. But uh, I did, I, still- yeah, Orange, Orange Theory Fitness. And yoga, and uh, I do a lot of yes, girl. I told you I wanted to do the busted challenge and twerking. Yes, please stop saying that like my grandma keyword and twerking (laughs) and twerking, honey. Are you twerking and twerking? Yes, Nana. I said I. You're so you're twerking. Yes, yes, Mama. I am. I am twerking. I am twerking. <laughs> I asked my son if I, I asked my oldest son if I could do the busted challenge, and my son goes, Only if I cannot see it, you can send it to your yeah. private friends, and that is it. And I, my brother doesn't want to see that either. And I was like, Well, what the hell? Well, what, I want to see it. I want to do it so that people see it. What the hell? You, I don't want to. I'm still going to do it. Dondia, what? I just thought this just came to my mind. What did you send in for your, uh, what did you send in for your audition tape for, had you applied more than one time and what did your tape look like? No, I only applied one time. Mm -hmm. And when I did my tape, it was just me taping myself, just doing stuff that I do that I thought would be advantageous for me to be on the show. But it was a comedic take on that. So, no, no, grandma was not twerking, (laughs) was not twerking. Twerking was not (laughs) part of my audition. Let's just get that part. Do you want to ask one more time just to see if my answer is different? But this was not twerking. So I was saying there are certain things about me that would make me a great contestant on Survivor. Like, I'm a great cook. I can make anything taste delicious. So I had these frozen, a, a bag of frozen mixed vegetables yeah and i had a pot on the stove and i turned on the gas and i lit the wrong burner at first Mm -hmm. i was like oh oh." then i just went yeah then i put the peas in there and then i was like uh i also the letters in my name i made a song about why i would be ideal so G is for the da 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 H is a da. and at the end it was like Gandia was made for survivor five. <laughs> 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 and then I was like, how do you spell survivor? 
G-H-A-N-D-I-A. Like, yeah. yeah, it was super corny. And then I had, um, at the firm that I worked with, we had a production department um, because we would produce like tapes and exhibits for um, litigation cases. So I was friends with one of the guys in the little production department. He was also a Survivor fan. So he helped me to like cut it together and we would sit in the little production room at the firm. We was cutting together and he helped me put the graphics on the shit. It was very honest and it showed my comedic side. And I think that's one of the things I also said, like Mm -hmm. I can make people laugh or, you know, and so I really just focused on what it was about me that would make me ideal to be on the show. Mm -hmm. So I didn't put on anything. I was just like being myself and just kind of being a little goofy and, and uh, I remember when I was there for the final selection of the contestants at this hotel in Santa Monica yep. and they call you up to the penthouse to, mm-hmm. you know, to a meeting and they don't tell you who's in there. You know how it go, Rob. You know how it go. Mm-hmm. And then you sit in the room and here comes Mark Burnett. And oh my God, I felt like my heart was exploding inside of my chest, like for real. And he said to me, quote, I'm Gandia. We loved your type. I was like, <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and then he said, <laughs> he said, so how would you deal with uh, being away in Thailand? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know, I have a really good support system and, uh, you know, it's just be taken care of. And I'm like, well, you know, we want you on the show, but you know, you're not, in as good shape as others so you know just take that into consideration and i'm sitting there and i'm like did this motherfucker just say i'm on the show did this motherfucking just say i'm on the show did he just say i'm on the show and i'm sitting there like oh okay all right and i was like bitch i'm i'm not gonna eat shit else for the rest until the show starts <laughs> just vitamin c and then yeah just vitamin c <laughs> And then he says, now I want you to go back to your room and don't say anything. All right? Don't say anything to anybody. Just go back to your room. And I said, well, can I call my husband? Uh, Yes, you can call me, but you don't say anything to anybody. All right? Just go back to your room and quiet. And I was like, okay, all right. I'm looking forward to, you know, nice to meet you again, yeah? I was like, all right. All right, see you later. Okay, thank you very much. I was like, Then I hit the door. <laughs> then I hit the door, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm walking back to my hotel room, and I'm like, do 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 do. Just act normal. You're really normal. Doesn't matter. Get to your room. And as soon as I got in my room, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> then I called my husband, and it was like, oh my god, mm-hmm. oh my god. I was like, oh my god. And the thing about it was, from the time I saw. The first episode, the from the time I listened to the Howard Stern show, yeah, and he talked about it, and I watched the episode, the second episode, I think, because he was talking about it, and from that time on, to have watched all the shows prior, and you know, to apply and then go through it and get on the show, in that it was just like it was just a major milestone in my life. It was just like. Mm-hmm. Nothing else could describe that. It was just like, yeah. you know, yeah, pretty funny. So, Gandhi, what did you think? What did you think when the DVD cover came out? And there oh you gosh. were. I did is- not. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I could. I did not expect that. I could. I did not believe it at first because 
I think a fan told me about it. Yes. And I was still in, you know, in recluse. And I was like, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I thought it was, you know, someone made it, you know, because fans, they make a lot of things. They're very you have creative. big fans. You love them. Yes. They make a lot There's of things. There's a Twitter it's account nice. that, that just constantly tweets, bring back Gandia. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. I got to find that one today. I'm going to follow that account today. Yeah. I'm going to follow that account. Yeah. So they make a lot of things. So I thought it was just like a hoax. And then it's real. That's a real thing. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. To be a fan and then be on yeah, the cover. And mm-hmm. then it is like the second yeah. to the last worst episode. <laughs> this is major. <laughs> yeah. I made it. I have made Wait till my next high school reunion. Man, <laughs> shit. And Rose ain't got shit on me. I'm going to do that damn Buster Challenge. If I get a million followers, I will do that fucking Buster Challenge. I don't care what my kids say. <laughs> Challenge you all, <laughs> man. Got I'm a million Survivor fans. I am going to do the Busted Challenge, and I'm going to get in trouble with my kids. <laughs> but I will do it. It'll be fabulous. Booty shaking, everything. I got a nice booty for 52. I'm not trying to say nothing. But it is. It is. Would that be kind of like twer- twerking it? You okay. doing the twerking yep. then? Yes. <laughs> yes, Nana. Yes, Nana. Yes. It's kind of <laughs> like twerking it. It's kind of like. But it's more like rocking, you know, kind of. You're kind of simulating what we what you would do in the biblical sense, <laughs> yes, okay. Nana. Yes, a little bit. Uh, so it's more, more, more dropping it and twerking and rocking it than just twerking. Gandia, followers, you heard Gandia. Give, we'll us, do give it. us your Twitter name, Gandia. Uh, give us your Twitter tw- name right now, several okay. times. Okay, the, all right, all right. Podcast. Hold on, that's a lot. Okay, hold on. That's that's yeah. very that's very uh, I, that, that, that's a lot because I. Because I'm on my phone. Mm-hmm. Gandia John Seven. Okay, Gandia John Seven. That Gandia John Seven. Gandia John Seven. <laughs> Gandia John Seven. Yeah. Uh, what is the follow seven? Me, follow me, huh? What is the seven? Um, seven <laughs> was it's a lucky John number. John Elway. Uh, no, it was my husband's um favorite number, and you know John Elway's number. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's really my husband. It was my husband's favorite number. Yeah. So I thought it was good to put on there. Okay. And it looked like, also, it looked like it's it's not real Gandhi account because it's got a seven. It looks weird. It yeah. looks like somebody who's a fan, like a catfish account, right? And it worked. <laughs> and it worked. So I've effectively catfished it. myself for thirty years. That's and what Gandhi, I did. In two thousand seven. <laughs> in two thousand seven. Wait, can I just stop you? I, I just want to stop you really quick, Teresa, because Rob is really like. Like, like giggle giggling. Like I'm making him like, I think I'm making him like, I think he has a little crushy crush. On Cause he's like, look, oh, you God. see how he's laughing? Like little giggly. Look at, look at, look at Rob, I'm just, okay. Rob, I'm, off of I'm off of it. Yeah. No. Look at you. You like this all like, the time. You know that. Yeah. No, no, I don't. I Gandia, I do not hear him all the time giggle, giggle. But when I hear him do See? it, I know he really likes something. He's mm-hmm. got the mm-hmm. cutest laugh, the cutest yes. giggle. And you are, yes. It's adorable. I think he does right, let's try to get back on track laugh. here. Okay, we need to talk, right, we need we to talk about right, the, the 38th best season okay. of Survivor. <laughs> Hold it. We're talking about she was in a movie. In two, I'm, ta- I'm, pl- I'm doing a spinoff on the number seven. 2007, yes. she was in a movie called Don't Call Me. Yes. Tell us about that. You're an actress. I know it was, um, it was, I, the thing was, is that it was the director was a, was a super fan of the show of survivor. 
And I was just doing local stage acting, commercial acting here locally in Denver. And he sought me out to audition for this movie. And he said, I wrote this movie and I wrote this part and you would be perfect in it. And, you know, come and audition. And I swear it'll, it'll be great. And so I went and I read the script and the script was funny, but it was like, you know, like kind of like a, you know, like a, you know, like a budget movie, but it was still, it was, it was still, it still seemed like something that it would be fun to do. Mm -hmm. And then I would be able to act and not be like a reality person. I would be able to like act. And it was a movie. And, you know, we Mm -hmm. went to Boulder. I went to Boulder every morning, four a.m. in the morning. We wrapped every night, like 11. And it was fun. It was a fun thing. My um, character's name was Sandra O. And I work in a telemarketing company, but I also run my own business within a telemarketing company, which is a sex operator. Yeah. Not to be confused yeah. with the actress, Sandra O. Correct. Yeah. But at the time, the character's name was Sandra O, and I was a huge fan of Sandra O. I googled it. I was like, oh, she's in this movie too? From Grey's Anatomy? <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> And Killing this Eve? Be a whole different conversation. Yeah. Be a whole different conversation. This is your co-star. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, Gandhi, just to uh, go back to uh, the way that Thailand started, it started yes. with a draft of the two tribes. Uh, w- were you excited when you saw the, the group that you were with? Did you think that you were uh, with a good group? Yes, I did. Jan did a good job? Yes, I thought that she picked a really good tribe. I mm-hmm. was really happy with how she picked that because we had a balance of um, younger, older, you know, good, solid, I thought, you know, people mature wise, you know, and yeah. then we had some youth. So, and then we had some athleticism and then we had, you know, more intellect. And then we just had like a really annoying person. So we could use him you know to combat the other who, team so it was who, who, who's that? is that everybody. john or clay mm, clay you know yeah. it's clay come on now yeah so yeah so it was good i thought it was a good balance of people yeah because in the first episode you d- seem very annoyed when you go to look for the water with everybody mm-hmm. and then uh, john comes back and says hey everybody look i found the water see that swamp that's our yeah. that's our water yeah and, and no, he's like uh, gotcha gotcha and no. you you were not how you did not think that was funny no that's not funny that is like that's not that's like the most unfunniest thing you can do <laughs> right we are on and i ain't nobody giving us nothing we need water yeah and this fool's like yeah, you see that there that's the swamp that's the water okay what no that's not funny Ugh, i was so annoyed i was so it's annoying yeah. now. I think about it. it's so annoying. <laughs> it's so annoying. Was that why he got voted out? Probably yes. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Mid campaigned. <laughs> I campaigned for that, honey. Yes, you got to go. But he was he was campaigning for me to go yeah. first. Yeah, because in that challenge, how I totally lost all my bananas, mm-hmm. and then finally got. But when I got that knife out, mm-hmm. that was a moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I was I was sad. Because I felt that we, I really lost that race, you know, because we had gained a substantial lead. Mm-hmm. But that puzzle was just so. Anyway, so I cried. I was very emotional. And yeah. So he campaigned to everybody that oh she gets too emotional. She goes what? And I was like that motherfucker played a trick on us about the water, <laughs> the dirty ass water. Remember that? 
Remember that shit? <laughs> and then it was simple. It was easy. It was easy. Mm-hmm. I cried. Is that the reason? Oh, okay. He did the prank with the dirty water. Remember that? He was all thirsty. <laughs> Uh, Gotti, do you have any uh, good stories about Jan? That uh, speaking of uh, of uh, Nana's, uh, that yes. uh, Granny Jan, total total Nana, hundred mm-hmm. percent. But she's the Nana, she's the cool Nana that you know you can go to brunch, champagne brunch, and she'll just have a whole bunch of mimosas, mm-hmm. or you can go and have like a, a margarita and some you know chips and queso with her, and she's just a blast. And so we bonded. We really did. She's just, she's just a great woman. She's just fantastic. I love her. There was one point where, you know, we had gone through a couple tribals, I think two, mm-hmm. <laughs> because, you know, the third <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> and, and we knew that the pickings were, uh, were getting, you know, kind of slim there. And we were sitting there and we made, um, uh, we had made this kind of, salad or ceviche kind of looking salad of some uh clams and some crab that we made with yeah. some seaweed and and so we were sitting eating it out of this bamboo dish and uh i remember saying to her i said well we are hanging on and she said yep by our fingernails but we are hanging and i was just laughing so hard because it was exactly what the tension felt like like we were on the edge and our fingernails were the only thing really keeping us a grip mm-hmm. and you know much to my surprise it was my grip that was mm-hmm. yeah yeah so yeah she was really good yeah. she was really she was like the grandma you would want to be stranded with because mm-hmm. she was just fun she was always light you know what i mean she was always happy and she just made everybody feel good she was just you know and she was pretty yeah she was like pretty good for her age yeah man she was getting around you know i wish she would have you know you know she was good she was would awesome. she would she have beat would she have beat brian let's see jan was 53 when she was playing mm-hmm. would she have beat brian yes think? if she would have made it yeah yes yes yeah absolutely well brian almost lost so. to clay 100 percent. i know <laughs> Yeah, and that if was Gandia, close. If Gandhi had been on, and if Gandhi had been on the jury, Gandhi, didn't you say you would have voted for Clay? Yes. If it was yes. if you made the jury. Mm-hmm. Really? That's yeah. I, I'm very surprised. Well, because uh, Brian was a car salesman guy. Mm-hmm. Brian was car salesman guy. So for me, it was like I just saw the game he was playing. I just wasn't impressed with it. Mm-hmm. So to me, voting for the person at the end is the person that I would think played the game the best, according to me as a fan. So I'm looking at it from a different way. You know, yeah, he finessed and all that, but he was playing a car salesman game. He's a car salesman. So Mm -hmm. I wasn't impressed with that. That makes me sound kind of like, but that's honestly, yeah. Yeah. I would have voted for Clay. And then also, also, also this whole thing. Oh, well, that's what you said. That's what they're, that's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That part. Yeah. So there was that part. Yeah. <laughs> Clay talked about how that he said he looked at you from the start. He could tell that you were going to be a, a problem woman, that he right. would have, uh, that it, he said you were having a tantrum, that his two year old, that he would, uh, like, uh, whoop its ass and go and, uh, send it back yeah, to yeah, bed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's from the South. Yeah. That's how, that's how, uh, white men talk. <laughs> 
like that. In mm-hmm. the South. He's an older white man from the South. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's how they talk, you know. Uh, and he was right. <laughs> I was trouble from the start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but, you know, that whole thing, that it, just the timing of when he said it at that time, he didn't know what I was going through. Yeah. Right. So that's his ignorant perspective of, of what that's relative to his experience. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, you know, he didn't, <clears throat> that whole thing was like everyone took that shit super lightly. Yeah. I felt like everybody took that shit super lightly, but me. Yeah. So everybody's reactions to what I was doing, you know, was their real reaction. Yeah. So, you know, he, and he felt like I was having a temper tantrum and maybe I asked whooping was, would resolve it. Like I was a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that speaks to his character. Yeah. And how, you know, that would, and, and if I think about it empathetically, like if it was me and someone was screaming like that, I'd be like, damn, what's going on? What the hell? Right. But I knew what was going on yeah. because everybody talked about what was going on. So I wouldn't overreacted that way. Mm-hmm. I would think something's wrong with her. Right. You had, right? T- you had spoke to the women and Ted had talking to Brian and, uh, who, who knows mm-hmm. what he, what he, uh, knew about what yeah, was going on. Like, like, like it was like a game of telephone. So who yeah. knows? And then if he didn't like me from the beginning and he could tell that I was going to be trouble, that's really all he needed to like already like cement his decision that he already made. Wow. But that's casting. He was cast for who he was. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, everybody was cast for who they were for, you know, for a reason. You know? And I'm wondering, I think, didn't Helen... And maybe even Jan say that they really didn't understand Brian's game until after they watched it back. And then they, uh-huh. they kind of, I think, regretted their vote. But you're saying uh-huh. all along, just playing with Clay those 12 days, you realize that you already had Brian dialed in uh-huh. after 12 days. Yeah. Do, yes. you, do you think that maybe that uh, you were the person that like had the right read on all of these guys uh, and like sort of like uh, could suss out like, uh, you know, what what Brian was doing. And then because uh, none of these other people did. Yeah. I, well, yeah, because. Being a fan of the show and just watching people, that's just that's a natural thing that I do. Mm-hmm. Right. So I I felt that I had the advantage because I was such a fan of the show and analyzing it in every season before this one, the one that I was on. Mm-hmm. So I felt that I was at a specific advantage anyway, but then I, it was very uh, easy for me to pick out what everybody was trying to do, especially him. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and then in the beginning, I think I vaguely remember we talked about what we did. When mm-hmm. we were living, yeah. When we were talking to each other. Yeah. And he said he was a car salesman. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think he and says so it in the I, opening when they talk about mm-hmm. like whatever. He's like, uh, I work in the glamorous field of uh, used auto sales. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. He told everybody. Yeah, and so that, at, at, so knowing that, and then I'm like, huh, okay. So automatically, my mind is like, so a car salesman operates a certain type of way to mm-hmm. sell cars, right? And maybe sometimes you sell cars that maybe aren't the best car for the person, but you're still going to sell them. Mm-hmm. So that was in my mind already from the beginning, and then just the how he was moving—it was just a good plan. How he was moving, he was just working. Yeah, mm-hmm. selling things to everybody. Gandhi, can right? I ask you 
Uh, how hard was it uh, when you had to try and move Chewy Gal with uh, the rest of your tribe? Ugh. That dummy <laughs> was about 400 pounds. Yeah. Like, and I kept on asking, like, how heavy is this? It was so heavy. And they had that challenge at the hottest time mm-hmm. of the day. Yeah. And it was, impo- it felt, imp- it was just so heavy and dead, dead ass yeah. weight. It was, it was the worst. It was, was dangerous. The worst. Like you had to carry it, it up was a hill. Dangerous. Yeah. And I had these stupid ass Tevas. That's the day <laughs> I decided to wear my stupid Tevas. So my friggin' Teva kept on, the, the strap was busting. Yeah. And it, uh, I couldn't get a good grip with my feet. It was terrible. That mm-hmm. thing was so friggin' heavy. It was terrible. Terrible. And it was so heavy that not all the guys could carry it. Like, everybody had right. to pitch in to, to carry it. Ugh. <laughs> chewy gal and then i was like i was like it's a good name why did we de- and then i was like why did we decorate this stupid thing the whole time my my sandal is off i'm holding it's terrible mm-hmm. and i'm telling myself and your dumb ass thought it would be a good idea to put a face on it Ooh, let's decorate it <laughs> stupid we should have been doing some push-ups deadlifts should have been doing some squats. Training. Yeah. We should have been training. Taking extra we vitamin been C. Figuring out how to carry yeah. this right. Yes. <laughs> Stupid. That's when fashion and glamour goes wrong. It don't work in a while. The hell. Let's make a crown. Stupid <laughs> shit. I'm such a d- I was like, you're a dumbass, Gandhi. This is some dumb <laughs> Why? shit. Why was decorating it so bad? I don't uh, decorating it was a, a terrible idea because it did not prepare us for anything that we had to do with the dummy. <laughs> Nothing. The clue we didn't read the clue or nothing. My goofy ass just said, "Well, let's put a face on it. Let's name it." Stupid, stupid. We should have been trying to lift it. How heavy is this? Mm. Let's try to carry it. Something. Practice. Yeah. Dumb. Dumb. <laughs> Hey, Gandia, Gandia, you know, I wanted to ask you this when we were talking about you doing the screaming and everything when you were so frustrated with Ted, understandably. Uh-huh. Um, yes. Did your Taekwondo, did your Taekwondo, I think I saw something when I was when I was reading about you that you learned that screaming is something you do without fighting and injuring someone. So uh-huh. was yes. that maybe what you were doing when you were so frustrated with the screaming? Uh, I wanted, yeah, I wanted to release all of my anger in a way that wouldn't harm myself mm-hmm. or anybody else. But you, yeah, I just wanted to, you, I just you, wanted to release that frustration, you know, because it was a lot. In, right. But you were trained in Taekwondo from your father. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it was really just. I just needed to release. I just needed to release all of it that was built up from the conversation right before. Cause it was so, it was, it was, I, I felt so frustrated. Like I really wanted to punch someone. Right. And so I didn't, I couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. So I had to go away and off and then just let it out. I had to just go and really tap into that training to really just, center myself and release it and that's how i released it just hollering at the top of my lungs 
so that I could come back and just be mm-hmm. not so volatile. Because I was right. lit. I was amped. I was lit. Yeah. I think that's one of the most angriest I've been in my life. That's one of the most angriest times in my life that I've been. Because I just felt so helpless. Like, oh, you know what I mean? You can feel it. It's not real. It's not real world. Yeah, it's a game. You still got to play a game. You know, you got to calm your ass down. What are you going to do? Oh, I know, Gandia. Scream at the top of your lungs. That won't alarm anyone else on the tribe. Do Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just like, but in retrospect, it wasn't a good decision. You know, perhaps meditating or something, but I was so angry. I was so angry. Yeah, I just think it's it's just so it's so hard to try to then you know then put that through the prism of but but how do I play Survivor also at the yes. same time? I mean, it's yes. two it's night and day in terms of yes. like uh, the two different things that you're trying to uh, do. Yeah, and you're trying to compartmentalize what you have to do in the game to what you're actually feeling in real life. Yeah, and you can't just no. Yeah, because you're a person. You're not actually a sexy robot. so what you real so gondia what you're telling us is you kind of needed a judge or somebody out there to come out and take charge of it okay so i'm going to transition over to judge judy 1996 (laughs) tell me about judge judy tell me about judge judy Segway. I know sometimes I say that word I say that word wrong, so I, I transitioning's a little easier at times. But yeah. yes. Okay. Tell us about Judge Judy. Mm, Judge Judy uh was a situation uh that I got into uh with a gentleman uh where he owed me a particular amount of money. Mm-hmm. And I felt that that was a proper recourse to get my money. In case he was unable to pay it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and then I also thought the story might be interesting enough to where I could get on the show and perhaps recoup mm-hmm. my money. So that's what I did. I went out on a lamb. Did you? And I put myself did you out it? there. Yes, I did. I did win the case. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. All right. So is Judge Judy is Judge Judy as feisty as she seems like she is? Super spicy. She's super spicy. Because yeah. at the end of my case or, I or had feisty. another or spicy. I, I had another um I had one more claim that I wanted to and she said nope. And I was like, Okay. Thank you. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. You know how other people be trying to like, oh well, judge. Nope, not me. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah because <laughs> at the beginning of that case she started with the defendant which is unprecedented you know so i knew from the beginning that it was going to go well so she's a she's i love her oh my god just being there in her presence it was just like yeah it was just one of them that was another major starstruck. milestone in my life yeah, was yeah. super starstruck and Bert, oh, God, how, much, <laughs> how much? How much? How much research Bert. do you think? She, <laughs> how much research does she know about your case? Do you think before you get in front of her? Oh, you send how in all your. You, you think send, she's done? Yeah, she she she's prepared. She first of all, she's like one of the brilliant minds of mm-hmm. you know our you know our current generation. In my mind, she's very accomplished. She's extremely brilliant. And you have to send in your complaint and supporting documents 
before you appear, before you even get there. Mm-hmm. So she has time to look at your case and see what the complaint is, what the answer is. So she, it's, it's like a real courtroom. She runs it like a, a real courtroom. The only difference is the cases that she picks and, but she's, she's legit. She's professional. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like being in a real courtroom, mm-hmm. but just with a goofball over here <laughs> as a defendant. <laughs> he did not bring one single piece of paper to that court appearance. That's not, not good. One piece of paper. No. That's horrible. That's terrible. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? <laughs> Why? Why? Why would you do that? You know? And I was so, and when I saw that, I immediately got so pissed off because I'm like, I know this fucking <laughs> don't think that he's about to win this case mm-hmm. without one stitch of paper. And I had my little, you know, organized little notebook. I was ready. Mm-hmm. I was ready. So it was awesome. Yeah. And then she goes, Mr. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to start with you. And I was like, oh, shit, this is going down about the win. Awesome. <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> so awesome. Girl, he was trying to lie. He was trying to lie. And I said, that's a lie, Judge. She's like, I know. I know. I was like, oh, my God, Judy's on my side. I'm so yeah. happy. <laughs> yeah. So that was a great thing. And then the, the, the trip, the um, they paid for the hotel. and Yeah airfare and all of that and i got to bring someone with me too so it was nice mm-hmm. nice little getaway Gandhi, did, had you paid attention to the uh diversity casting initiative that they had announced from cbs to now start to have a pledge to uh cast 50 percent of all the reality tv cast on all the tv shows are now going to be uh, uh black indigenous or uh, people <gasps> of color wow yeah that's awesome I only suggested it 20 years ago. <laughs> I only suggested it 20 years ago. Thanks. Thanks for finally. Thanks, CBS. You guys are awesome. Man, your processing time is. I, I guess I should have expedited it. Maybe I should have expedited it. What the fuck? Okay, that is the that is that is you got the you got the you know right brain Gandhi answer. I'm going to give you the professional answer. Yes, I think that CBS is doing a fantastic job of realizing that diversity is important because their viewers are not merely made up of middle aged white men, but they cast a variety of people across the United States, and I'm very happy that CBS is on board with those efforts. (laughs) <laughs> yes yeah, nice. 20 years later yeah. 20 years later <laughs> are you serious i have a son oh, God, a whole yeah. son later that's when you do it <laughs> well god yeah, maybe if you've been on twitter all this mm, time you're gonna disappear for a while i'm sorry i'm sorry nana i need to twerk this out a little bit more just one more <laughs> <laughs> 20 years okay, okay you know what 20 years later okay you know what i'm gonna give y'all a slow clap here here it is thank you thank you good job all right all right i'm sorry man i'm sorry okay i'm back i'm sorry people <laughs> that was a great question rob thank great, you great question <laughs> And that was an even better answer. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I remember talking to 
Burnett about that. Yeah. I remember that. What did he say? Oh, well, you know, we got to go with our demographic or people who are watching. Mm hmm. And I'm like, but I'm here. I'm a fan. There's the people that look like me that are fans. They look like everybody that watches mm-hmm. the show. Oh, well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, don't listen to me. Now, now, we're, now we're, we're, look at where we are now. Look yeah. at, now, here we are. Uh-huh. Goofy. <laughs> Goofy shit. Thanks. <laughs> All right. I'm over it now. Yeah. Okay. Whew. Thank you for letting me have that moment thank you <laughs> what happened to t-bird yeah t-bird what happened where is she i, I was letting her finish twerking are you serious right now okay so so gandhi how do you think jeff is doing from when he started from season five up to now do you think he's Talk involved in you know no oh. just how he oh. does his job if you've noticed you know <laughs> Or how he how he looks, whatever you wanted to share with us. I'm not going to hold you back in any direction. Um, I think that uh, Jeff uh, has a very consistent host style, mm-hmm. which I think is important for the brand. Yeah, where's the left brain I, answer? Uh, <laughs> it's time for a lose, my man. <laughs> His cheeks look too chiseled. I mean, come on, eat some bread or some potatoes or something. Put on a couple pounds. You know what I mean? He's too skinny. He's too skinny. Like you know, we like you. You know, because he's a fine man. He's very attractive man. I told him that to his face. Yeah. But you gotta be a little. You know, you gotta be a little fluffy. We don't want to chisel all the. He's too skinny. Too thin. Mm -hmm. You need to eat some potatoes and go to bed and (laughs) eat some uh, some ice cream. He needs to eat some. He need to get a little. You know. In the face, you know, just because it makes to you keep look those older. Yes. Oh, his temple. Oh, cut glass, honey. Come through <laughs> with the dimples. But he's a little thin. He can put on a little weight. Get a little sexy. But yes, I, I like his consistent yeah. posting style. Because the reason why is I love to hate him sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because there are times where he doesn't show the contestants like any mercy, and that's his job. Like he's very He's very much, you know, that's one of the reasons why I love the show is what he does. Right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, you know. I think as the seasons have continued, as the seasons have continued, Gandhi, he's more passionate. I mean, if somebody's going to quit or if anybody, you can see it that he is not happy. He does not hold back with that. And I'm like you. I'm a fan. And I'm thinking yeah, there's so many Robert's people that want to be out here. It's not for quitters. So yeah. you know, like I know how many people be fighting. There's people that be fighting to to be on this mm-hmm. show. Like there are people that, you know, I've talked to fans that have auditioned, you know, four and five and six times, ten times. Like people they you know, they really want to be on this show. And then you get on it and then you want to quit? No, mm-hmm. no. Mm-mm. There's no quitting in Survivor. Like there's no crying in baseball. You don't get on there to quit. You know when you get quit? When you get bit by a damn poisonous snake. <laughs> oh, yep, you gotta go. You know what I mean? You know when you quit? When you accidentally slip and fall off the damn mountain. That's all. Oh, now you gotta quit. You dig? That's it. Uh, you know, that's how you quit. You die. That's how you have, because it's called Survivor. You didn't survive, bro. You did not survive. That's how you Boy, get out. No, I, like I hope if I die on Survivor, they don't call it a quit. 
No, right. No, yeah. <laughs> that, I thought hey, that would be insult vicious. to injury. You know, hey, they savages, man. Yeah, quit. On, yeah, on yeah, he Twitter, quit he called me a clip. quitter. Yeah. <laughs> Such a quitter, couldn't stay alive. Gandhi got hey, bit Gandhi. by a King Cobra with her quitting ass, dummy. Oh my god. <laughs> Hey, Gandhi, I can't believe you just said that because Tanya told me that y'all had a king cobra at Ponderosa. Yep, they came. And y'all were scared to death. We were scared to death because it was like I was in, we were in my room or maybe I was in her. We were in a room. We were because it was in and the king cobra came up right up on the damn. It was a glass door and he just raised up and opened his. I still have that picture. I took a picture of that. I have a hard picture of that, not digital. I have yeah. to find it. And that motherfucker was for real. <laughs> the fangs out. And I was screaming. I was like, he's right there in the door. This snake. It was like right there. The only thing blocking <laughs> us and that snake was this pane of glass. And I don't know Thailand glass. I don't know if it's like mm-hmm. strong. I don't know. And I don't know if the snake can bust through the glass. I don't know. A king yeah. cobra just right outside the door. <laughs> And you can't shoo it off with right. a, a damn broom. This ain't Mississippi. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Yeah. That shit was scary. That was terrifying. <laughs> and then when you sleeping at night, you're like, is that motherfucking gonna come back and just like bite me low key? Like when I was sleeping right. where or some is shit, it now? like slither in my room? <laughs> yes, where is it? <laughs> he didn't, I didn't kill him. I wanted to kill that snake. Mm-hmm. Better kill that snake than Mark Burnett giving us all these pointers on how to walk because the snakes are everywhere. Yeah. And so he said, when you walk, you make sure that you walk, you know, you stomp. So that scares snakes away. I don't know. <laughs> and then I'm like, but don't they move by vibrations? <laughs> so my stupid ass, I'm trying to walk like an elephant, stomping, yeah. stomping my ass off everywhere I went at night. <laughs> don't, please do not come in this room. Because I knew I was meaty and juicy. I'd be a good meal for a snake or somebody to come <laughs> eat me. No. And then I'm like, isn't stomping attracting the snakes? Isn't that telling them where I am? Mm. They can feel my vibration. I don't know. I don't make know sure you stomp. You make sure you stick with intention. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you get bit by a snake, we ain't gonna get nobody in here yeah. to help you. Yeah, you're, gonna, you quit. You're, you're essentially quitting. Yeah, that's a quit. <laughs> we told you how to avoid the snake. You didn't listen. That's a quit. And now you quit. <laughs> You did it on purpose. You know how many people would love the opportunity to be on this show? And here you go getting bit by a poison snake. Yeah, couldn't avoid how one snake. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, what what else having, do we have for Gandia? I'm having a time. Oh my god. I love her. I love her. I love yeah. her. You guys too. Gandhi, you. you're on fire. Okay, I'll be on a guest on the podcast yeah. one time. Okay. Well, what, what, what else you want to do? I wear lashes for you, Rob. I okay. Wear lashes. Yeah, I, I'm the only person that, that that we were not uh doing video for this, and I, I'm the only person that got like oh. the uh the, this was like uh uh so so many oh, more percent. Did you hear the <laughs> I, did, I didn't want to put a oh. number on a percentage of uh how much better this was <laughs> with the video. <laughs> Caught myself. So you've been able to watch Gandhi. You've been able to watch Gandhi this whole time. No, Gandhi is a a performer that uh, that so many times that there was a visual accompanying things that was hysterical. (laughs) Already told, she's an actress. Yeah, we already know she's a performer. 
And I am vivacious. Let's not forget Mm -hmm. that part. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. This is amazing. And you're sassy. Yes. I love your sassiness. And what else, T-Bird? I know how to... Twerk it, girl. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Twerk. (laughs) I love the way she says it. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. I want to... It's... Rob, do you remember sometime last year when we we were going over our guest list, I had mentioned Gandhi's name. Mm -hmm. And Rob, I hope you're okay with me saying this. Gandhi, Rob said, I'm not sure because he, no, Rob is very sensitive in a great way. And And he's like, I'm not sure. uh, He's he's the best. He's the best. He goes, I'm Mm -hmm. not sure how it's going to make her feel with what she went through. He was very sensitive. And I'm telling you, because we brought, I brought you up to him, you mm-hmm. know, last year when we started these podcasts. So right. you were on our radar then, but because he thought of, was thinking of you. And then when you reached out in your bubble bath, when you reached out in your bubble <laughs> bath saying you wanted to come on, yes. it's great. And, and, and also remember seeing something that you had said that survivor is, is not, it's not something I did. Let's see. What did you say? It's it's something I did. It's not something I was. Thank you yeah. so much for being part of this. You have Yay. been a delight. Hilarious. You've been hilarious. I want to come, come on when the news, you know, when you guys do another. So, you you're, know, so when we talk about season 41 that you want to yes. talk, you want to talk about it. That's exciting. I'm with it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm watching it. I'm watching it. I will give you some funny ass commentary. Yeah. I'm, I'm living for it. Yeah. I'm living for it. I think the fans that, would like it too. That's assuming that's assuming she's not on season 41. Okay. Oh. You know what? You know what? I don't know. I can't right? say. We don't know. I cannot <laughs> Listen, say. I hadn't heard I, I that rumor yet. <laughs> well, uh-huh. you did Well, you didn't think I was the real Gandhi. I'll yeah. Either, did you? Now. Okay. Yeah. Get into it. Gandhia Johnson uh, is on yes. Twitter at Gandhia John Seven. Only nine hundred ninety nine thousand uh, nine hundred fifty followers away from the busted challenge. That's right. Oh, I love it how you pronounce the T. You're so adorable. <laughs> and then on uh, on uh, Instagram, it's I am Instagram. Gandhia J. Got is that right? Or is it I am Gandhia Johnson? What is my Instagram? I am. I think it's I am Gandia Johnson. Yes, it is. I am Gandia Johnson on Instagram. Okay. A million followers on either one. No mm-hmm. matter. I'll yeah. do it. I'll do the busted challenge, and it will be fab. Let's make this yeah. happen. Yes, it'll be fabulous. Yes. Yeah. You uh, want to see me drop that booty? <laughs> Give me some followers. Busted <laughs> challenge. Survivor Gandia. Get it to it. Thailand edition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to get your Denver Broncos takes. Yes. Yes. I'll give Anything. Them to you. I'll give them to you. Drew Locke. You, you Drew Locke. Is he the guy? Mm, no. I don't know. He's yeah. got a dang, he's got a he's got a great name to be great. Mm-hmm. Cause he sounds like he might be like he says it sounds like a wrecking ball type of name. Mm-hmm. Drew Locke. Drew right? Locke. That'd be dope. We'll mm-hmm. see. He, he has the potential to like be awesome, but then he has the kind of name that if he's that if he sucks, <laughs> then it's, oh, it's it could go either way. It could be really awesome, or you know. So he's really got to mm-hmm. he's got to come through. I have faith. Mm-hmm. I always have faith in my Broncos. <laughs> so we'll see. They okay. they they survive through my fandom. Yeah. So yes, I will give you my hot take. All right. 
whatever you want, Rob. Gandhi, any, anything else you want to say or tell us about? Um, I just want to um, thank you for having me on the show. Mm-hmm. I look forward to the next time. You guys are amazing. I think the content that um, you're producing on here is really amazing and it's good for the fans. And it's Thank like you. a little, it's like a little extra, you know, dessert to the meal. I really, mm-hmm. I really like what you guys are doing here. And it's like a vitamin um, C. Yes, after, it's like fifty. Yes, after, after, after your, your meal, your, the salad. Yeah, like fifteen of them. <laughs> and it's um, yeah, it's just amazing. And I am, I'm out now. So if you know fans want to reach out, I'm mm-hmm. ready for that now. So it's awesome, and I'm glad to be back. Yeah. And I'm back. so glad that I could come on. Gandhi on is show unlocked. To let everybody know I was back. Yes. Oh, and I got to let you know about that um, that show on Instagram. Yes. The Survivor Show. Playing Instagram mm. Survivor. Yes, Instagram Survivor, and it's called. It's run by the Survivor Addict. So we'll keep an eye out for mm-hmm. Gandhi on yes, Instagram it's a Survivor. Coming up. Yes, the Survivor Addict. There are other actual survivor players it's a virtual survivor game the content is nice and juicy honey Mm -hmm. it's juicy super juicy you'll love it okay it's gonna be good yeah okay the survivor addict t-bird anything else no gandia thank you so much the fans are gonna be thrilled your very first time on rhap they're gonna go crazy over this thank you I'm glad. I'm really Thank glad. You. It's my pleasure. Anytime. Anytime. You guys, anytime you want me, you can call me. I'm at your disposal. I love you guys. Okay. To the moon and back. Love you too, Gandhi. Right. Thank Gandhi, you. Gandhi, thank you so thank much. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye, Gandhi. Bye. All right, T-Bird. There you go. Gandhi Johnson. Yes. <laughs> oh, is she? Is she a ball of energy? Is she entertaining or what? Yeah. Uh, that was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm just, I'm, 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 she did nail it. Mm-hmm. And I know the listeners are going to love her. I didn't know she hadn't been on RHAP before. No, I mean, that, that makes uh, it even she t- hadn't been uh, many places before. That's right. That's exactly right. Doesn't so, do a lot of stuff like this. Her, I know. And it's exciting that to, to think she's she's coming back. She's she wants to be out there, and and I know her fans, which I know she's got a lot of, are going to be thrilled. We're getting ready to watch her Twitter account explode. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be great. She's about to go off. It's going to be great. All right, yep. T Bird, uh, what's <laughs> next for you? Ah, uh, next for me is our next guest. Yes. Okay. You know that's all I that's all I ever think about. You know that that <laughs> Sometimes I, you text me and I'm like, boy, it's very late on the East Coast. I know it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a night I'm a night owl. And that's yeah. when I do my best work or I'm, I'm doing my stuff at, at night. So it works out great. And then in the morning, sometimes I'll think like Glenn said something about well, you need to follow up with Rob about the podcast and how we're gonna hook up. I'm like, baby, it's really early there. Mm-hmm. So I kind of have to watch that. But at night, it's fantastic. It works out beautifully. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. All right. Yes. Well, oh, and I also, I yes. wanted to do, I kind of, I wanted to do an update on John Raymond because John Raymond was on, you know, the yes. season. Yes. Yes. I know Thailand. he had been uh, in the ICU. Okay. So um, 
I talked with Tanya this morning, Tanya Vance, on John Raymond's update on his COVID mm-hmm. situation. And so this is this is from John Raymond. Thank you all for your love and prayers. I'm so fortunate to be part of this survivor family. I love you all so much. After two weeks in ICU and another week in a recovery room, I'm finally home recuperating under the tender care of my wife, Liz. I will have to use a portable oxygen tank for a couple of months as my lungs repair, but I am alive and healing in the right direction. I truly cannot thank you all enough for the love and support you have shown me. Words cannot express my feelings. Please keep the prayers coming and stay safe and warm. That's from John Raymond. Mm -hmm. So prayers still going out for him during his recovery. Yeah. Um, I had seen in the Survivor Facebook group, yeah, that he was uh, had a rough battle with COVID, but happy to hear that he is uh, in the right direction. Yes. So he's at home now. So that's right there in itself going to make him feel a lot better just being home with his Mm -hmm. family. So prayers for prayers for John yeah. Raymond. All right. Well, Tiber, thank you for that update. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you to Tanya yeah. Vance for getting me that update. Okay. All right. So T-Bird, we've got more talking with T-Bird uh, coming up next week as well. Back with more. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. And yes. And I'm excited. I'm, you know, I know. I'm excited about all of them. That's what you're going to say. And it's no, true. No, I was going to say that I, I think it's great that w- you were able to track down Gandia, you know, and in such like a uh, close conjunction with what we were doing with the top 40 season countdown. And so when there are opportunities to talk to people that come up in our season countdown, that they, this is, you know, great to have the talking with T-Bird as the companion piece for what we're talking about on the countdown. Well, I don't want to take credit. I cannot take credit for this one on the being a bounty hunter because she actually reached out to yeah. me with the help of some of the listeners. So, you know, take I was credit, really, T-Bird. really take excited credit. when take she credit. did. I'm like, well, well, I, I really, oh, I can't take it for this you one. I want home. to, but, but I actually, well, no, okay, okay. This is exactly how it happens. This is who's getting the credit right now. So here we go. You kept pushing, so here we go. When you and um, Sasha Joseph, Chappelle, and David yep. Bloomberg did your top four ratings podcast uh, for season 38 for Thailand, she listened to it, and she got such – She's when I talked to her after I reached out to her because she reached out to, to me first – she said after listening to this podcast, for her, it was a, quote, breakthrough. And she literally was crying to me on the phone that this had touched her so much that y'all had, had felt for her and that you felt like, I think even Tanya Vance had told me that she thinks that she thinks she had gotten a bad edit, that what the way y'all presented all the information and the situation that happened to her, it was a breakthrough for her. Mm-hmm. So that's how it started. So actually, you four get all the credit on yeah. this one. Okay. Well, th- th- all the credit. Thank you, T-Bird, uh, for that. All right. Uh, this is a all-timer on the Talking with T-Bird. Uh, great job once again. And then T-Bird uh, will uh, follow T-Bird on, on Twitter. She's at T-Bird Cooper. Uh, you're not going to make a uh, yep. video for the Busted Challenge, are you? No. I, well, I don't know about that, but I am going to make a video okay. for Gandia. Absolutely. Right. I have to. I mean, we have to listen to. I mean, it's yeah. Gandia. All right. 
Somebody you might think, man, I don't mm-hmm. know, but yes. T-Bird, great job. Gandhi yes. is a yes. Uh, let's take it away with uh, a special talking with T-Bird outro from Murph from Twitter. Rob and T-Bird are here today to talk to those who've played the game from Borneo to Kageon. We'll find out what went right or wrong on Survivor. Talking with T-Bird. Support for this podcast comes from our friends at GEICO. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And fortunately, GEICO makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. And that's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work. So go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. GEICO.com. Easy.